0: Welcome everybody. Hey, this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer. And with me today, I've got on Mr. Mr. Mitchell Lewis. Say that three times and get that right. Mr. Mitchell Lewis. Anyway, he's going to be on today's from New York City. And we're going to be talking about a whole varied things in astrology. We've got a lot of subjects listed down here. You know, so anyway, we're going to be talking to him. And then also we're going to be doing the Astro Celebrity of the Week, which is Mario, no, not Mario Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo. I'm sorry, I keep wanting to bring Mario up. But anyway, we're going to do Andrew Cuomo because of all the news that he has been garnering over the last several weeks. So um, we'll look at his chart a little bit. We don't have a full chart. We have just the uh, date and the time or the date and the place of birth, but that's all we have. But we can do a lot with that, lots and lots with that. So we're going to be looking at him. And let's see, what else have we got to do? Oh, we're yes, we're going to be talking about him. And by the way, we're going to be bringing on Mitch to talk to us about Andrew Cuomo, too. So... Um, anyway, it'll be a fun hour and we're going to be uh, just be going all over the place. So anyway, we're going to take a very quick break. And when we get back, we're going to get ready for the astral celebrity of the week. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.
1: We're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150.
0: And it's time now for the Astro Celebrity of the Week. We are doing Mr. Andrew Cuomo this morning, and I would like to bring on my guest, Mr. Mitchell. Lewis Mitchell, how are you? I'm fine, Eileen. It's
1: a lovely day in the neighborhood.
0: Yes, it is. It's very hazy here. We're getting the smoke left over. Well, you're from... gonna, yeah,
1: you're, I'll tell you something. We're getting the smoke, too.
0: Oh, that's right. All the way on
1: the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotten bad, and I have friends with asthma who tell me it's been very difficult.
0: Yeah. It, it just looks like it's gray, even though it's. it looks like it's cloudy. It's not cloudy. It's hazy, so...
1: Oh,
0: but it's, there is no climate change. So. That's true. No, Well, we've had an, another heat wave here yesterday. It was up to about 93 or 94 or something like that. It'll be about 90 today, even though these, it looks like there's clouds out there, but it's still really, really warm. So, and the sun is being filtered through that light. So everything looks kind of red. It's kind of interesting looking. So anyway, so we're going to be doing Andrew Cuomo now. And you told me um, when I was talking to you about it, you just thought he was kind of weird. Is that was the word you used? I don't remember what you said, but
1: Andrew, I'll tell you something. I, I you know, when when events occur, of course, especially you know history freaks like myself, we we dig deeper into a subject. And uh, of course, I'm a New Yorker, so I was yeah. very. Okay. familiar with you know with uh his his father uh governor cuomo three terms right and uh and and andrew of course grew up attached to his coattails so to speak right and and he he as as you know as mythology, as psychology, as everything, he wanted to usurp the father, the same way that Saturn usurped Uranus. Yes. If you want, and to go he wanted to
0: stay in the in the office of governor one term longer than his dad did. Right,
1: exactly. Yep. And but when you look at Andrew's chart,
0: uh-huh.
1: now uh, uh, Mario was a different character. Mario, what certainly was a is a political animal was a political animal, and he he knew and he loved the power and the rest of it. But Mario had a sensitive side,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we always felt that as governor, right, that he cared about the people, that he did things for the general well-being. Now, Andrew Cuomo has gone in and out of of style, so to speak. The early days of the pandemic, oh, everybody loved him. He was on TV every day. And, I know. You know he, was, he was Papa Andrew. And yeah. then we find out that he lied about how many people died in nursing homes. And his history with sexual uh, assertiveness and, and mis- misconduct, I don't even know what term to use for it because it's all become so, so gray.
0: Right. Well, you look at when, that Mars and Scorpio you go wow. well, Mars and Scorpio, no no no
1: but also also the moon and square to pluto yes very exactly close. exactly yeah that is that is a person first of all not wanting to get too freudian about it but had issues with his mother <laughs> gee i think so you and the bet. mother was a was a powerful person and uh uh the the sense that i have with the sun conjunct saturn in the same chart right is that Andrew could not get un- out from under the shadow of his father. Right. Nor could he go to the mother for the kind of sustenance that he yeah. needed. So truthfully, I think this was a child who grew up with with very powerful parents, but nobody to hug him.
0: Yeah. and You know, I was just thinking when you were saying that, you know, he, he always felt like he was being pushed aside as being second below the parents. You know, and not really being acknowledged for the good kid he was. You know, I just remember I—I I was going to say something and it slipped out of my mind. But anyway, it just seemed as though um, he had to prove himself to his parents all the time. I'm constantly, still does. Yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: he's got—he's got a uh, what they call a war chest of war. money in the tens or hundreds of millions of dollars right now. Right. He has control over an enormous amount of money, and even if they uh, they decide to impeach him, I don't think that takes away his ability to to do what he wants to with the money.
0: Right. Right. Well, you know, so the he's, news he's report. Not- Excuse me. The Go news ahead. reported this morning that they are dropping the impeachment stuff.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, look. You know, again, I have mixed feelings about a lot of things. I think that Cuomo, that Andrew Cuomo, acted terribly. Yeah. Uh, I, it, it, this is such a difficult time. Eileen. I, I have always been, uh, I don't even know what term I would use at this point, but, uh, when I lived in, in Cambridge many years ago, I used to teach, uh, a karate cause I have, I have brown belt in judo and karate oh, nice. to, to a women's group mm-hmm. for self preservation. I have always been very active In it, and my feeling is, men have screwed up this world for thousands of years. Let's give the women a chance; see if they can do any better. I I don't
0: know. (laughs) Yeah, you come up against something like Andrew Cuomo. You know that whole the whole Cuomo family is like a dynasty to me. You know, at first you have you know Andrew, then you have Chris Cuomo, you know, who is on CNN every now and then. And he seems like he's got that same patterning in his own chart. You know, And I, I haven't really looked at his chart that much, but I can feel it. There's this competition between him and his brother when he's had his brother on the show a number of times. But, well, you know, when you when you do
1: family astrology, and you know, we, you talked about about not being able to get out from under the shadow. of, of
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Can you imagine if your father was John Lennon oh. or McCartney? Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, there were a few who did okay. Bach, the son, you know, had a good career. But the point is that that when you have a parent that is bigger than life, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, uh, Bush was elected twice. His father was only elected once. But still, I never got the feeling that Bush grew up.
0: No. Yeah.
1: His father was the grown-up. His father ran the family regardless of of what happened politically. It must be very, very difficult to usurp, to to get above the parents' position of power.
0: Exactly. And so, so,
1: Andrew will, and, and his chart, of course, for those of your listeners who, who know astrology and follow it, when you have a son, Saturn can jump you, you're kind of like you said before, you're always trying to prove yourself to the father.
0: Oh, you're the never time. going to
1: be good enough, no matter what yeah. you do. And Andrew carries around some depression. Look at his relationships with his women yeah i mean i'm not talking about um, i mean the, you know his wives and, and his girlfriend you has know has he been
0: married more than once
1: he was married once but he lived with uh, uh, um, oh, okay. uh, uh, what's her name the, okay. the, the, the cook uh, for many years and you know it, it it the relationship's just because a relationship ends doesn't mean it's a failure right sometimes people divorce because they've just outlived the usefulness of each other or the marriage or whatever right. you want to say um but in his case, I always had a sense that it was combative.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've had clients, I've had couples come to me for me to help them break up. Yeah, They know the relationship's over. They don't want to hurt each other. What can I do with the charts? And we talk about it and we go through it. And I've been very successful with some of them. I'm very glad because they were lovely people. And, they, and there's no reason to tear each other to shreds.
0: Right. You know, there's an old,
1: there's an old saying or somebody wore on a t-shirt. If you love someone, let them go. If they don't come back, track them down and shoot them.
0: Uh, <laughs> it you know. sounds like a motto for New York City. <laughs> well, you know, it's where I come from. But Andrew Cuomo
1: is a New York City animal, born in Queens, just like our late president. Uh, and he, he carries with him the New York... Uh, ethnic, and I don't care what ethnic city anybody is, families are families, right, right. and you'll find the same crazy uncle and the same this and the same that, whether you're Jewish or Italian or black or Irish, it doesn't matter. Right. It's, you know, Families are families. But there is this macho-ness that Andrew carried with him always. Always, yeah. And I always know I knew uh, some people who worked with him very closely, and they would say it to me, and I would say, well, you know, when he's on TV, I, I sense that. That you know aggressive assertive sign, right? But right. now that it's come out,
0: yeah, yeah. But and then you,
1: you know you look at the political parties, and uh, one party, the second that some, they do something wrong, they throw the person out because they want to have the higher moral ground. Yeah. and the other one makes him president.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, well, I was thinking about how they were trying to uh, move Andrew into the potential of move, running for president. Against you, know. you. And I thought, well, that would be a good idea at the time, not knowing, you know, all this other stuff. But right. um but you know, um anybody I mean, I know I'm singling out one particular point in his chart because I have the same thing he does, it's within a degree of his his Mars and Scorpio. You know, okay. and um that's a potent Mars, you know, and if he's that's approaching anybody I mean they're gonna either feel creeped out or they're gonna feel really aroused. <laughs>
1: Remember his, his north node is also in Scorpio.
0: Yes, that's true. So it's, you know,
1: his lessons are to learn to be Scorpionic, but like all astrology, there's two sides to that's every right. coin. Yeah. You can be a Scorpio I th- I think of Scorp- I think Scorpio gets a bum rap in astral.
0: Well, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. You know,
1: Scorpio, oh my God, it's the devil.
0: Yeah. Scorpio is where we
1: rejuvenate. Yeah. it's the eighth house it's where we come back to life we rebuild ourselves yeah now does that mean that he's going to be able to rebuild his political future i doubt it
0: yeah that's gonna be I, tough
1: I, I, I don't think he's yeah he may still wield power yeah in part because of the amount of money that he has in control
0: you know I was we'll thinking, see what, i'm sorry i'm just thinking of something here it just popped in my head even though the 12th sign pisces has to do with self-undoing there is some level of self undoing with scorpio isn't there yeah very much
1: i think there is with all the water signs yeah even though i'm a cancer and yeah. it happens to be my favorite water signs i wonder why but there is something about the water signs because the need to to the need for acceptance on an emotional level yes, that's true is deeper than any of the other signs all the signs are great and, you know there's good bad and ugly yeah. and we're made up of all 12 of the signs somewhere in our
0: charts we certainly are
1: yeah but but uh cuomo has neptune the north node mars all in scorpio and he's got uranus squaring the nodes yeah and when a planet squares the node it pulls you away from what your purpose is kind
0: of does doesn't it it distracts you
1: right and uranus rules government of and by the people
0: yeah it does. It does. Tenth house
1: is kings and 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 uh, dictators. The eleventh house is elected officials. Right, right. So he he used his his in a way. I, I feel that that perhaps he would have been better off not going into politics as I a person to to develop himself.
0: You know, let's let's pause on that point because I want to come back to that because it seems to me with the totality of his chart that would have been the perfect way for him to go. So anyway, we're going to be right back here with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk, every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Nels Rasmussen at SpiritualPetConnection.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, August 15th, it's Behavior Training and Healing Sunday with me, and talk with your human or animal loved ones on this side or the other, and personal awareness coaching with Natasha Venner. Hope you can call us with your questions for either of us, or a personal awareness reading with Natasha. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150.
1: There's a reason they invented the Internet. It's called 1150kknw.com.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And we are with Mitchell Lewis today, and we are talking about a ton of stuff. And I I brought up a subject just before we took a break, and I can't remember what it was. (laughs) Oh, God. My brain always just lets it go, and it's gone. Okay, so... I was talking about, uh, what was I talking about, Mitch? <laughs> I don't remember.
1: Andrew Cuomo's chart. Yeah. And Scorpio and the Uranus uh, pulling him away from his north node.
0: Right. Oh, yes. I was Because he has the north node in the 12th. Well, we don't know if he does or not, because right. this is we a solar chart. But if this was true, it'd be kind of interesting because, and he does have, Let's see the Uranus. Uh uh-huh. Uranus is fairly it's got some major aspects to it. So it could mean that he probably was meant to take some diversions, you could say, away from the typical thing that that his family would do.
1: Well, there's another thing to consider here too. He's got Venus in square to Jupiter. Okay. And that's overdoes everything. Yeah. Uh has a sense of of entitlement. Mhm that I often find, you know, Jupiter, of course, are uh, lovely, greater benefic. We also know that sometimes Jupiter can blow things so out of proportion that you you make a mess of everything, no matter how good it is. That's true. And with, and, and with Jupiter square Venus, now one would assume that there would be a lot of women interested in him, but that may not necessarily be true.
0: Yeah, that's when true. When you look
1: at the rest of the chart, I think the moon Pluto, turns some women on and turns a lot of them off
0: I, you know it'd probably be between they women either want to <laughs> with him or i have to bleep <laughs> that out or they want to mother him one of the two hey, you know, i think that. that
1: might be that might be very true and and because <laughs> of the ego involved
0: yes. yes will he
1: allow the mothering? because his mother didn't do it
0: that's true no she didn't uh, she and just when you talked to, to him, him. Mood, right, mood when you in have a Gemini, Gemini moon, yuck, the, 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 yuck, that's
1: exactly right. Yeah. Well, that's how they deal with all their emotions. They yeah. they talk it out.
0: Yeah, yeah you're right. No? And I, was I,
1: th- knew and
0: I was thinking that, that Venus is right smack dab at the end of Capricorn, too. I mean, yeah. a few minutes later, it's in Aquarius.
1: That's so. a difficult place for Venus anyway. Yeah. Venus in Capricorn restricts your own desire for pleasure.
0: Yes, it does. It's and makes when it, it squares
1: Jupiter, it... it, it it's a tug of war.
0: Yeah. yeah. I want Int- it all, but I don't want to take any of it. Intimacy know? just is a very strange thing, you know, for a for Venus and Capricorn. Just it's, it's like if you could make out and do it on the desk, you know, type of thing. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it, does, it doesn't lend itself well to deep intimacy because the intimacy has to be defined, a little bit more defined, I think.
1: I, th- I think real intimacy is friendship.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. You know, when I do relationship lectures, of course, you know, you have a room full of astrologers, oh, it's got to be the moon and the sun, it's got to be Venus and Mars. And I tell them, no, what I, what my uh, studies have shown me is that the two most prominent planets in long-term relationships on mercury and saturn oh mercury is communication saturn is stability and structure
0: yes i would if you agree don't with talk that. to each
1: other after you're done you know going woo-hoo, what do you do for the rest of the day i mean yeah. you can go bowling it's true but you yeah. know
0: you got to have something to talk about Yeah, you, be, you should be able to talk about it exactly and you know when i talk about relationships with clients or people that i'm talking to i stress the mercury function how important it right? is If you can't communicate, there's no relationship there.
1: Okay, so here's here's another thing about Cuomo's chart. Not only does he have Mercury in Capricorn, which is not a a negative uh, placement, it's just, you know, it was defined by that Saturn influence, but it's in an exact inconjunct to his moon. So he cannot express his emotions. In are very complicated aspects. Yes, they show they up are. a great deal in medical astrology. They're one of my most prominent uh, aspects because they represent, frankly, the things that we ignore. Yeah. Oh, I had a little pain. I didn't think about it. Now I got lung cancer. Right. Oh, well, oops, you know. Yeah. Um, but in terms of relationships, the, the relationship between... The moon and Mercury, first of all, that has a lot to do with whether the person's going to be senile. Yes. Whether they're going to get Oh, mentioned.
0: yeah. Or they're going to be successful. Well, success,
1: you know, comes, of course, in a lot of places. Oh, success. I know you had have, you have Jackie Slavin on uh, yes. recently.
0: Yeah, she'll be. And on Jackie
1: wrote a terrific book about uh, uh, career and, and yes. opportunities in the chart. Um, when I look at that, that in conjunct between Mercury and the moon, it simply says to me that he, it's very difficult for him to focus what he wants to say. Yeah. And so especially remember the moon also rules the public. And when he was giving those spiels last year about COVID and everybody's frightened to death and oh, Andrew Cuomo going to be president. We love him. Yeah. We weren't getting all the truth. <laughs> yeah. We weren't hearing. We would tell, He told us what he wanted us I to know, hear. I know.
0: That's true. That's true. And there's another thing about Mercury in Capricorn, and, and I mean, this is the most obvious thing, you know, for most students. It has a lot to do with fear. You know, it's fear of saying the wrong words or saying something where they'll trip up. You know, with the inconjunct, because that's in, in Gemini, he has to be very afraid of saying the wrong thing.
1: I agree, but I think his entire chart speaks of fear.
0: Yeah, I moon agree. square
1: Pluto, fear. Saturn conjunct the Sun. Come on, you know. Yeah, and and Mars and Scorpio. You know, is a funny thing. I I was uh, I recently did a, uh, a a couple of interviews about rulerships. Okay. Uh oh, the moon's in Cancer. It's in its rulership. It must be great. <laughs> so maybe Mercury not. Maybe uh, maybe not. You know, right? Maybe with Mercury and Gemini, you talk too much. Yeah, right. Maybe with Venus and Libra, you're too passive aggressive. Yeah, right. And I find that the rulerships—I like the exaltations actually a little bit better Mm -hmm. for usability.
0: Okay. Certainly,
1: the Moon in Cancer is a lovely place. I have my son in Cancer, so I've—I've had friends, and especially some female friends who have the Moon near my son, and you know, there's a connection there. But they can overdo it. Mm Hmm. You know, oh, you were 10 minutes late. Now, oh, please. Yeah, uh, right. Subway didn't come. Yeah. I mean, you're making yourself crazy. So you have Mars in Scorpio, which is, of course, the ancient ruler of it. And I still give it co-rulership with Scorpio. Right. Uh, the, the Mars is, is oh, overdoes it. It's too sexual. It's too controlling.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, so that's you know, mar- that's like mar- I said, difficult. I've got the I mean, same thing as he's got, you know, and it squares Pluto, too, on top of that.
1: So, but, but Eileen, we hope that as an astrologer, you've learned and you work with it. I have and I, you know I, have, and I have done
0: that. Of yeah. Course.
1: Isn't that why we study astrology? Yeah. I mean,
0: I mean it's um, like you got to learn about yourself first before you learn any of that stuff. So um, right. I, I'm so glad that I did. So I didn't have to go off half caught. Pardon the expression. You yeah, know, especially the Scorpio. Oh, yes. <laughs> um So, all right. So, if you like, it's up to you,
1: but we could move on to some other topics.
0: Yes, I want to talk about the Pluto return that's coming okay. up next year.
1: I just did a, a panel on Thursday about the Pluto return, and okay. uh, I'll give you my my interpretation of some of it. I've been I've been lecturing about it, of course, for, for, okay. for several years now.
0: Right, right.
1: First of all, when you deal with the outer planets. You know, they take a long time for an aspect. When you're dealing with it, uh, my first teacher, Isabel Hickey, always said that you feel the outer planets at least a degree or more before they.
0: Yes, come into I agree there.
1: When yes. you're dealing with the collective, you need to expand your consciousness even more. Um I love people who say the Aquarian Age started last Tuesday. Oh, please. Yeah an age lasts 2,000 years, it takes hundreds of years for us to morph into a new age. It doesn't take a weekend in the Hamptons. It's, you know. And so we are slowly entering that. Well, one of the things that's happening under Pluto, what Pluto rules in the body is anything that eliminates waste. The colon, the erythra, the sweat glands, tear Mm -hmm. ducts, any way that we get waste out of our body, that's Pluto's domain. Mm -hmm. What it rules in uh, I, if I see Pluto active in somebody's fourth house, I say to them, "Are you renovating something?" Oh my God, yes, we're redoing the bathrooms and the kitchens. <laughs> yeah. So Pluto return is coming, and there's a, a, a phrase. The, it's an old English phrase called bipartisanship. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Um, all of a sudden, we're hopefully passing a bipartisan bill for the infrastructure. Yes, yes, that's the power of Pluto.
0: Yes, that's really
1: supersedes amusing. even the political parties. Pluto was saying, "Are you kidding me? It should take a couple of hours to go from Boston to Washington D.C. by train. It takes half a day." Yeah, we, well, you know, the you know, you might hit a cow, and the train goes like this when you're carrying your coffee. And come on,
0: yeah, every
1: other country in the world's got high-speed everything, and yeah. we're and we're you know we're sitting in you know in post Civil War America. Yeah, we're someplace. a little
0: behind times on that. Yes. I agree. Right.
1: So, so Pluto is demanding that
0: mm-hmm.
1: when Eisenhower uh, passed the the interstate highway bill, which was a massive infrastructure bipartisan support,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he built the highway system that we now you know you can drive from New York to California. Right. Uh, it didn't exist before then. Pluto, by transit, was in exact opposition to America's moon.
0: Mm. oh well, that's perfect rebuild,
1: had to rebuild the home had to rebuild what how we define ourselves yeah and and that highway system really created the America that most of us grew up in yes that's true The 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s and all of it I wish they all could be California girls I mean without the highway system there would have been none of that yeah and, and we were and all
0: linked together that way you know, right. it all came together, rather than well, being
1: that's, all separate. That's, that's what part of the Pluto return now is all about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I believe that the Pluto return started many years ago. I don't think it's just a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I think it's been building and building and building, uh, literally for decades. Sure. And you know, and and it's easy. I love I love astrologers who say, well, the Pluto return will finish in two thousand and twenty four. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Mm -hmm. when Pluto enters Aquarius and finally gets out of Capricorn, then we will see a major shift in a lot of things in Mm -hmm. our philosophy. We will see a major shift in our government too, course, Aquarius rules, good officials, Mm -hmm. governments, democracies or whatever you want to call them. Um, And so we are at the tail end of a very, very long process Mm -hmm. that began my my feeling is probably maybe maybe if you want to really give it a beginning somewhere around Lyndon Johnson okay when he started to to redefine uh first of all he did more for minorities and he did more yeah. for the the working class than anybody
0: mm-hmm. since
1: FDR right and right. more for the minorities since Lincoln okay and and uh, uh Johnson when he entered politics I mean my god he was anything but a liberal Mm -hmm. and he turned out to be one of the most liberal presidents at least you know economically and in where we were going to aim our our uh, our money and our collective eighth house issues exactly and that's what pluto rules the eighth house so what are we doing now we elected a president who is redirecting where we put our money. You can agree with him, disagree with him. I don't care. Yeah. Politics being what it is, always oh, going to destroy the country. Well, okay, whatever.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I, I've heard all that. Yeah. And, I, but I also think that, you know, after the previous president, which became, I mean, you may not agree, but I think we came very close to the end of our country during that time. Of course, I agree. <laughs> okay, well, I just figured I'd be conservative about it, but well, I, I mean, I that's conservative, you know.
1: Eileen, I do the same thing. I, I don't see any point to fighting politics, especially as an astrologer. Yeah. I try to reach people and explain to them, don't you understand that this person is trying to do something to help you? And when you're older and you you don't have Social Security anymore or Medicare, Medicare no longer pays for eyeglasses, for dental work, for hearing. That's because of Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. Your Social Security is taxed because of Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. I mean, my God, they're giving you a stipend that you could never live on anyway, but it's to help you That's a little bit. True.
0: and I'm... and they have to tax it. Yeah, exactly right. So, so no, I I honestly
1: think that that uh, Mr. Trump uh, again, not to 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 start any fights with any of your listeners who may you know oh. have their own political point of view. But uh, we are are still uncovering and will continue to uncover what
0: really went on. it's really messy stuff. Yeah, it's a hot mess. So anyway, I'm going to take another break really quick here. Okay, we're going to take another break. And when we get back, we're going to be discussing more of this really good juicy stuff right here on the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for the Emerald Spiral Expo coming up on September 25th, 2021. We had one just a little bit ago and it's a return engagement, but we decided to do two of them in two months. What the heck? So we're happy to be bringing you another fair in so many months. So we've had a rough couple couple of years without our wonderful fair and it is the biggest attended fair in this area. So we all really, really missed it. So There's going to be over 60 booths selling crystals, books, and readings. And booths are still available. So I'll give you some information here how to figure out whether you want to do this thing or not. Bring your family, friends, and kindred spirits. Explore the exciting world of alternative medicine, New Age wisdom, and quantum physics. Allow the Emerald Spiral Expo to help you discover a new adventure in your journey about spirituality, your purpose, and magic inside you. Emerald Spiral is a free event which free parking at Kent Commons at 525 4th Avenue North in Kent, Washington on Saturday, to September 25th, 2021, and the hours are from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. If you're interested in becoming a vendor, contact Astara Brisky at 425-445-8789 or visit the website at emeraldspiral.com
1: Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, eleven fifty.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. We have on Mitchell Lewis today. He's, as you can tell, he's very smart. And anyway, and he's way smarter than me when it comes to astrology. So I really look up to him as a wonderful teacher and guide. Mitch, you're wonderful. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. Pretty smart too. (laughs) thank you anyway okay so we were talking about the pluto return and you were right about it not necessarily just going when it shows up we're all going to feel it cataclysms all over the place i think that i you know i was actually thinking that perhaps the first or the second uh, return of this would have been started at the first return or first time we knew about it so that would have been 1776 so there would have been an evolutionary purpose being a affected over all those 248 years, what we were going to go through and evolve. So are we coming to this point in time and space? And what are the messages that we're getting from the universe to evolve? That's my question.
1: Well, for one thing, astrology is growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fellow named Bruno was burnt at the stake by the, uh, the Vatican because he stood up and said, your God is too small.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: meaning that you you have blinders on and you're not seeing the whole universe and they said yeah well it's, you know now you're lunch yeah <laughs> uh in That's some funny. ways our, our astrology is too small mm-hmm. we uh as the years go by and the the of course the advent of computers has been a tremendous blessing i mean i used to have to draw all my charts up with a slide ruler and a ruler and color in all the planets and I look at a hundred charts a day sometimes when I'm doing a webinar or something, I could never, if I didn't have a computer, I couldn't do all that. I know.
0: That's very true.
1: So we are expanding our way of viewing things. Uh, Of course, some will make uh, inaccurate, uh, you know, interpretations, but whatever. That's part of, of astrology is, is I believe, always keeping an open mind and listening to what other people have to say. So, the we no longer see things when what i do when i give a reading i mean let's say i have a client and they are going through a pluto or or a saturn or whatever especially an outer planet Mm -hmm. i look to see what the aspect the last transit that they went through with that planet okay and the one that's coming up afterwards right give me an idea of, to use that term, the evolution yes. of what that planet is trying to teach us. That's right. The term evolutionary astrology has become a, a key phrase today. The truth of the matter is astrology has always been
0: evolutionary. Yeah. That's
1: exactly what
0: is. We're just is. adding so, you know, the tag ending to it. Yeah,
1: I know. A lot of people grab it and they say, yeah. oh, I teach classes in evolutionary astrology. That's a redundancy. Yeah. Same way that dysfunctional relationship is a
0: redundancy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so... Oh. so when I look at this Pluto return, and I I use this what what we call the Sibley chart mm-hmm. uh, for America, I had I had come to the conclusion that America had a, a Jupiter, I mean a, a Sagittarius ascendant before I ever heard of it. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: I I put the ascendant very close to my own Sagittarius.
0: Okay. I
1: don't think it's ego per mm-hmm. se, although who uh, knows? It's just that there's an affinity that when I I'll tell you something funny. When I got one of my first astrology readings, many, many years ago in Cambridge from, from uh, my teacher, a very famous astrologer, she said to me, you have a Jupiter bucket in the fourth house. You're going to live out the end of your life in a foreign
0: country Well,
1: I was blown out by her reading, but I said, that's impossible. I, I love America.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then they oh. elected Donald Trump.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I started to say to myself, Jesus. Now, I don't know, I wouldn't mind spending the rest of my life playing the piano in a hotel in the Bahamas, on the beach, to tell you the truth. It would wouldn't, be be wouldn't be the worst life in, yeah. the, in the world. But my point is that, again, to use the term of, of expansion and trying to get a bigger picture of astrology. You look at America, we, we live 80 years, 90, 100 if you're really unlucky. Uh, and so our perspective is very, very short. Mm-hmm. We think 20, 30 years is a long time. But when you get to a certain age, you realize, oh, my God, 20 years just went by. I didn't even notice. Yeah. I was too busy doing the laundry. Right. <laughs> well, America is still a very young country. Are we going to fade? Is this the end of the American empire? Is that what Pluto implies? That's free will. Mm-hmm. Same way that you and I have free will when you yeah. go through a transit. Right. The country has free will, too. Yep. Pluto is black or white. It's going to demand certain things. If we make the, the hard choices, we can have a, a complete resurgence of our power. Yep. Is China going away? No. No, It's a huge country. It's a Libra country. Mm -hmm. It is a passive-aggressive country. Mm -hmm. It does not start wars. China has never started a war in its history.
0: Oh, that makes so much sense. It
1: wanted Hong Kong, so it cut a deal with Britain and said, okay, that's what we're going to do. And then a few years later said, well, we changed our minds now with taking over Hong Kong and you can drop dead. (laughs) <laughs> kind of not to pick on libras but libras don't like direct confrontation
0: that's very true yeah they kind of so they will
1: tell you whatever you want to hear oh great yeah we'll do it this way and then they'll 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 buy the tickets you know you're going to go to miami they'll buy tickets and say we're going to la yeah well i said we we're going to miami well you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know and and america based on that Sibley chart has libra on the 10th house cusp
0: that makes Saturn, total
1: sense. And Saturn in Libra in the tenth house, okay. squaring the
0: Sun. Yeah.
1: Now that's a very conservative placement: Saturn square yes, it Sun, does. and yes. four planets in Cancer, right? Yet we have the Moon in Aquarius and a rising. So we fluctuate between very conservative and very progressive, right? And back and forth. We know we don't. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And we always have, and we always will, as long as we are the United States of America. Yeah. And yet, we, when we were on break, you asked me about New York City's chart. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the—I've made quite a number of predictions through the years. A lot of them financial because I was down on Wall Street for a number of years, and I got a chance to study it. So I predicted the crash of 08 more than a year in advance, within a week of its mm-hmm. occurrence the rise of oil prices when they were trading $17 a barrel. I was doing a series of lectures for a group called Sire at the Princeton Club. And I said to them, Pluto is about to enter Sagittarius. Oil is going to over $100 a barrel. Mm -hmm. Oh, they laughed at me. Next year, it's trading in the 30s. They weren't laughing so much. The year after that, it's trading in the 50s. You couldn't get a seat.
0: Yeah.
1: When it made $100 a barrel, and then right before it left Sagittarius, it went up to $140 dollars a barrel within a few weeks of it entering restrictive capricorn it dropped to 40 months. okay
0: that makes sense
1: okay, and i'm getting putting together a financial mm-hmm. webinar that i think people will find that historically the historically the astrology is amazing yeah. financial. well i also predicted 9-11 And I predicted it. In fact, uh, uh, my friend Jenny Lynch had a TV show in Manhattan uh, uh, on Manhattan Cable for many years. I used to do it all the time. You know, I was predicting this over and over again. And finally, she said to me, I'm getting a lot of emails from people. They said, could Mitchell talk about something else? And I said, yes, but you got to understand this terrorist attack is imminent now. Mm -hmm. And it's about when it happened. And I did it based on Manhattan's chart,
0: Uh not
1: New York City's chart.
0: And what what sign does Manhattan, Manhattan you, sit under?
1: Manhattan for, had its first uh, government on uh, uh, was was uh, put into place February second, sixteen fifty three, under the Dutch. Oh, okay, It
0: yeah, is right. It, it is an, it an
1: Aquarius city. Think of Manhattan. Oh my God, it never sleeps. Never goes one club after another. You're four o'clock in the morning. You're a wired city. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Manhattan. However, joins with Brooklyn Uh to create New York City, January 1st, 1898, one minute after midnight. It is a Capricorn city.
0: Mm -hmm. So you have both archetypes opposing each other. Isn't that interesting? Yes, it is.
1: And that's why when people say I'm going to New York, they mean I'm going to Manhattan. Yeah. nobody comes here to go to Queens. Yeah. I mean, you can live there, and yeah. Brooklyn is, has some lovely neighborhoods, Staten Island, has got shorelines, and, you know, there's lots of places all over the five boroughs. When people say they're coming to New York, they mean they're going to Manhattan.
0: Yes, yeah, I would think so. Okay,
1: yes. yeah. so when the uh, attack occurred, uh, first of all, Manhattan also has, well, a full moon. I have actually here February 12th, but I believe it's February 2nd. I think this is a misprint. A but uh, it has Jupiter and Mercury and the sun all in Aquarius. It has uh, uh, Venus in Capricorn. And there is a sense of stability about New York City. Mm-hmm. It changes, it evolves, it keeps reinventing itself. One neighborhood goes down, another one comes up. There is 36,000 restaurants in New York
0: City. So, I, you Many know, of- I would be imagining that that Manhattan would be b- behind, you know, being behind all the Capricorn, right? So you're looking at a, a city that doesn't necessarily want to change, but you got that Manhattan there kicking it in the side. Come on, get going type that's of right. thing. Okay, And I think
1: that's what the archetype of New York City is.
0: Okay, that makes total sense.
1: So we are a Capricorn city. We are built on bedrock. Mm-hmm. Right next to my uh, my building. Uh, uh, I, I lost a dear friend in the Miami crash. I know. Yeah, that
0: was terrible. Uh, it,
1: it was beyond terrible, but uh, I will miss it the rest of my life. Shortly after that, there was a sinkhole that fell right on the street next to my building. Oh, 20 no. feet deep. Wow. And everybody ran out in the street. Oh, my God, our building's going to collapse. And we spoke to the workmen there. Yeah. And they said to us, some of them knew, you know, they were smart. They said Miami's built on sand. Yeah. New York is built on bedrock. The <laughs> buildings are not going to fall. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and in fact, that's the sense that New York has. Mm-hmm. New York is never going out of business. This has been one of the centers uh, of, of America for a long, long time.
0: That's
1: right. So we are a Capricorn city, but Manhattan is an Aquarian city. Okay. And so using Manhattan's chart, was how I predicted the, the uh, attack of 9-11.
0: Okay, and so the uh, New Yorks is in January 1st, 1898. That's the date that it kind of was. January
1: 1st, one minute after midnight. Okay. 1898
0: Okay, yeah. so the sun degree is going to be about eight or nine degrees, something like that. I can't remember. It's
1: actually 10, 10 on that okay. particular year. Yeah. It changes, of course, from year to year about a degree.
0: I was just thinking um, if there's anything in the New York's chart that is around 25 degrees of Capricorn.
1: Oh uh, yeah, the North Node.
0: <laughs> oh no! Oh no!
1: Isn't that fun? Oh, and isn't that is that exciting? Degrees.
0: I don't want to be there.
1: <laughs> also, based on this birth time, the the Moon is twenty six degrees Aries in square to the nodes.
0: Squaring the, squaring that. Okay, I got right. it. Okay, exactly.
1: So New York City is certainly going to is experiencing the Pluto return. I mean, for God's sake, you know, uh, the city that never sleeps didn't wake up for the last two years because of COVID. Yeah. There were times when there wouldn't be a car on the avenues for an hour at a time. Yeah, right. And then maybe a car would come
0: on. Right, exactly. Do you have to go to break? Yes, I do. Thank you. Okay, we got to take a break right now. You know, we keep talking and, you know, breaks just go right out the w- window. So anyway... Then we'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. Susan Bergstrom is a licensed agent of Washington and Oregon, helping people obtain security in their lives by providing insurance that pays their final expenses and money for transitioning after a loved one dies. Now, she's got this issue that's coming up, and this is an important one. There's a new long-term health care tax starting in January 2022 in Washington State, a new long-term care tax which will be imposed on everyone that is a W-2 employee. This is a new state tax. You will be forced to pay $0.71 for every $100 you earn. So if you earn $200,000 per year gross, The state will take $1,160 per year in additional taxes from you, and the benefits will give you at least $100 a day for for one year, okay, if you still live in Washington. So qualify. You must pay for 10 years. And, by the way, at the end of the 10 years, you don't get any money from this. Really exciting. So she says she can provide a long-term health care policy. It will be much better benefits if you want to opt out of the state's plan. The state has made this tax mandatory. You cannot opt out unless you pay for your own. So there are a bunch of rules on how the policy must be structured. Please call me if you want a cheaper option. Most life insurance contracts with long-term health care riders do not meet this criteria. It's worth a conversation. So if you want to find out more about this, you can call Susan Bergstrom. She's at the Medicare Exchange, and her phone number is 253 253- 318 9379 for an appointment, or you can contact her by email at S. Bergstrom at American Senior Benefits.com.
1: Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you.
0: <laughs> and welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show with a final segment with Mr. Mitchell Lewis. We are excited to have him here as always, sir. Now what? <laughs>
1: well, Look, we could spend hours and hours talking about each of these topics.
0: I know that's true. We're never going
1: really to run out of stuff to talk about.
0: That's very true. I think it's
1: important uh, to to focus on what the Pluto return implies yeah. for us as individuals and the collective. Yeah, we Pluto also, as I said before, Pluto. Rules the elimination of waste. Anything that's worn out, no longer functional,
0: mm-hmm. is no
1: longer vital to, to the body or the body political or whatever. Or
0: the system, yeah.
1: Right. And, and what's happened over the last uh, bunch of years, which happens periodically in our history, is that some of our ideas that are outdated and should be changed come to the surface mm-hmm. racism, xenophobia uh uh sexism all of these you know rather negative uh connotations that exist in our collective consciousness right nobody's gonna nobody changes until they're in pain
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and our society is in pain right
0: yeah it is
1: the the divide is as bad as it's ever been Mm -hmm. In some ways, it, you know, look, uh, another thing that I've been, I've been lecturing on and I'm going to be doing some more webinars about is the transits of Uranus. And mm-hmm. when Uranus right now is in Taurus, as mm-hmm. most of us know who study astrology, Taurus rules values and Uranus rules changes. And, you know, it's one of the reasons why cryptocurrency exists or what I call Bitcoin. But, you know, that's my own <laughs> personal feeling. Um,
0: yeah, I agree. We
1: are in a point when values change. Yeah. In, in the 1760s, values changed. When Uranus went into Gemini, the American Revolution began. Okay. In the 1850s, values changed. Mm-hmm. We started to have this tug of war about slavery and about uh, the expansion of America, etc., when Uranus entered Gemini, the Civil War began. Mm-hmm. In the 1930s, all of a sudden, we elect Roosevelt, and again, and again, and again. And he says, well, this is ridiculous. He goes down south, and because he had polio, he went for the cure, and he realized there's no electricity in the southern part of America. Mm-hmm. That can't be. Right. People are also starving to death and living in tent cities, and so he reevaluates where we distribute the money. And through the through the depression, the seven years or so, Uranus transits through Taurus. Now, at the same time, changes were happening in Europe. Values were changing there. And Hitler and Mussolini and Franco and Stalin, they all came into power. Then Uranus enters Gemini and we enter the Second World War.
0: Oh, that's such, that just bodes so well, doesn't it, for the future? Well,
1: what it tells us is this. Remember, we, in each of those cases, like I said before, we don't change until we're in
0: pain. Yeah.
1: The re- American and French revolutions were very painful, but... Mm-hmm. We believe they began democracy in modern times. and mm-hmm. To some extent they did, but of course we have to expand right. what that term meant. The Civil War, well, after the Civil War, there was no slavery, but there was still Jim Crow and you know terrible circumstances because we didn't allow it to continue. Right. And, and of course uh, Lincoln gets murdered. The Second World War, before the Second World War, this was a very fractious world. After the Second World War, there were two spheres of influence, the Soviets and the West, yeah. America. Yeah. And, now, you know, you have to now, well, you have to clean out the mess in order to grow. You have to prune your garden.
0: Yeah,
1: And so Uranus is in Taurus one more time. And we are reevaluating everything we think is important, all the values yeah. and whatever side you're on politically. This is I believe this. I believe that. Well, OK. One way or another, if we don't find common ground, (laughs) we're we're screwed. So we have to figure this out. And I'm I'm inclined to think that when Uranus enters uh, Gemini, which happens by the way, just when the Pluto return completes right at the next presidential election. Oh my God. Isn't (laughs) that interesting?
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I was just thinking that What was I thinking? I
1: was thinking something. Um, This next presidential election, I mean, is going to be one of the most telling of all. Yeah, it will. Joe Biden's going to be quite old. I don't know if he's going to run again or not.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know who the Democrats would run. As much as I love Kamala Harris, I question whether or not the American public would would elect her. Uh, uh, Is Trump going to run again? Is one of the idiot governors, uh, you know, the the Republican Party going to run? I don't know, but I certainly know that this is going to be one wild ride.
0: Yeah. And it seems to me that, you know, the the fractious thing that's going on right now is the black and whites that's going on. It's been going on for how many hundreds of years, the polar opposite and getting blacks to have equality to the whites. It's still out there and it's something that's never really been dealt with in this country. Is shoved no, shove the carpet for a while and then comes sneaking back out again.
1: Look, even they, even Roosevelt, a lot of the Democrats were very mad at him because he did very little to help uh black Americans. And his answer was, if I do that, I'm going to lose the support of the south, yeah, and then I won't be able to do what else I wanted to do. Now yeah. I'm not going to get into the the yeah. the the, the Besides, hairy, we yeah. don't
0: have time. Oh, okay, we're right. yeah, we're out of time. I'm sorry. Darn all it right. all. Yeah, just back. when we're getting good. I have two whole minutes. Great. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say goodbye to you for now. Thank you, Mitch, so much.
1: Read. Tell everybody to read my books. I have a new I one will. that I'm
0: He's getting got, ready now. You go to his, his Facebook page, Mitchell Lewis, and look up his books. He's got some really fun books. Those are really cool. Or, or
1: MitchAstro.com, my yes.
0: website. Or Mitch Astro. Yes, exactly. Okay, so... We've got coming up Jupiter Rising Experience and Metaphys- Metaphysical Conversation. That's our group that we started on Tuesday nights at Burr's Restaurant. I'm going to be speaking this week about the Pluto return. I got lots of ammo now. He. So anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about that. Next week we have another guest that's going to be very good too. So, um, yeah, and you can go to 6151 Steilacoom Boulevard in in Lakewood, Washington, it starts at seven o'clock that's when the speaker starts and we'll have a good time it's five dollars to get in so anyway if you've got any questions you can contact me at 206-816-0546 for more information okay so and barrel full of monkeys one and two i'm reading some books out of there a a section of a book of each of those and those are matt shea books and so anyway we're done next week we've got on jackie sloven it's going to be awesome And I hope you enjoy the show today, everybody. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.